I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs here with you on a fun Wednesday night, and it's fun because it's basketball season, baby. The Hawkeyes are back. Uh, Of course, they've had a couple of games before this, but their first real test of the season, the first game that we all had circled on the schedule in uh, what's going to be a really fun and and interesting non-conference for the Hawkeyes. Uh, The first test was passed with flying colors by this Iowa team. An 83-67 win at Seton Hall in the Gavit games. Iowa goes on the road. Uh, plays a style of basketball that you know I, I wasn't sure they were capable of playing, certainly in the first half the way Iowa played, uh, but defensively all night long, uh, Iowa was the tougher team. Iowa drew more fouls and was better at the free throw line, and Iowa was as good defensively, uh, if not better, than Seton Hall, a team known for its defense. Uh, Iowa didn't have the greatest offensive night, uh, but again, credit to Seton Hall's defense for some of that. Um, but just a... A gutty, gritty. You want you want to throw on this road dub for the Hawkeyes. Improved to three and zero on the season, and you just have to feel good about that, man. That that's a fun team to watch. This is going to be a fun season. Um, the hype is going to come if they start winning some of these non-conference games, and uh, and and rightfully so. Chris Murray, you know, I, I was I, I wanted to slow roll this whole Chris Murray thing a little bit because. I've felt for a long time like asking him to do what his brother did last year is a really, really big ask. Asking a bench player to come in and not just lead a Big Ten team, but you know, be one of the best players in the conference by leading that team. And uh, he that, that's, that's so much to ask of a kid. And it looks like Chris Murray's up for the, the challenge. It looks like he's up to the task. Uh, it looks like he deserves to be, you know, preseason All-Big Ten uh, wooden award watch list, all of the things, all of the accolades that he's already gotten. And man, you know, you, you don't want to lead on this too much, but he's so much like his brother in, you know, not necessarily in the way they play, but in their composure and the stealthy way in which they put up stats. I mean, early in the game when, when they said he had 12 points, and I think at that point Iowa had, you know, 14 or 16 points, uh, it was just incredible that, that he was as efficient as he was. He plays with him in himself. I mean, just copy and paste whatever we were saying about Keegan Murray a year ago and, and apply it to Chris Murray now. It's It really is remarkable. And, uh, you know, all credit goes to uh, not just, you know, those kids and, and obviously Kenyon, their father, but for Fran McCaffrey to, to find those those two and build his teams around them for the last couple of years is, has worked so well. I mean, credit to Fran and, uh, and Iowa staff for, for being able to do this. Uh, I think I saw John Rothstein tweeting that, you know, Iowa lost uh, everything they've lost over the last couple of years. And, 
you know, between Joe Wieskamp and Luca Garza, Jordan Bohannon, a lottery pick and Keegan Murray, and to have this team kind of right back out there, uh, feeling like they, you know, are are going to be able to compete uh, with some of the better teams in the country. It really is remarkable. That, that was such a fun night, such a fun game. Uh, Chris Murray matched career and rebounds. He had 29 points, 11 rebounds, uh, one assist, and a steal. Uh, or not, not a steal, rather a block for uh, for Chris Murray. 10 of 20 from the field, 3 of 8 from f- three-point land, but 6 of 6 from the free-throw line. Iowa 28 of 33 from the stripe. That's so huge. They were able to draw so many fouls late in that second half and really were able to, to keep... Seton Hall at bay the entire time. I mean, Seton Hall had had its fight in it as well. It got cl- what within five a couple of times. Every time Seton Hall had something, Iowa had an answer. From the beginning of the game, where Seton Hall jumped out to a big lead, Iowa answered quickly. The beginning of the second half, where Iowa looked disheveled, and Seton Hall cut that lead from twelve to six very quickly. Iowa answered every time Seton Hall got within five. Iowa answered every time Seton Hall hit a big shot. Iowa answered. It helped that every time Seton Hall made a layup, they celebrated, and Tony Perkins could get past the defense. And I mean that he he was down there either laying the ball up or getting fouled uh, before four of the Seton Hall players cross mid court. Iowa had an answer for everything tonight, and it was really really fun to see. Again, Chris Murray, uh, the the leader of the team, but Tony Perkins had a really good game and a really good second half. He had 18 points, five assists, three steals. And a technical foul that, uh, you know, I, I tweeted that he earned it. And I, I didn't mean he deserved it. What I meant is yelling like that after a play like that and kind of turning your head towards the crowd or the bench. Um, you know, you, you're you okay with getting a technical in that, in that situation. Um, it was a weak call for sure. And yelling is going to be his thing, right? The Tony Perkins scream. Somebody needs to start the, the Twitter account now. The Tony Perkins yell. Yeah, he did it a couple of times, just that loud gutter. Ah! He just, I mean, his energy level is incredible. They called him the Energizer Bunny at one point uh, in, in the broadcast, and he's just so much fun to watch uh, defensively, offensively. He's got so much confidence. Um, Chris Murray is is the lead is the 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 best player on this team. I think uh, Tony Perkins is the leader of this team. Uh, he's the emotional leader on this team. Uh, and he's the the fiery guy. He's he's going to be right there with the McCaffrey brothers as the first guys to step into a fight. Speaking of the McCaffrey brothers, Patrick McCaffrey with 11 points. Uh, he had five rebounds and assists and a steal. Hit one three-pointer, four or five from the free throw line. He played well. Patrick did. Had that big dunk, the and one, little scream of his own. Connor McCaffrey played a lot of minutes, was really important. Five points, hit that big three, three rebounds, two steals. Uh, but, you know, Connor McCaffrey, it's never about the stats with that guy. It's about his presence out there. And for him to be a six-year senior and still kind of um, being malleable to become whatever Iowa needs him to become, uh, not just within a given season, but within a given game, within a given moment, Connor McCaffrey is invaluable to this team and this program and uh, what they've been able to do in, in his tenure here. It was fun to watch him out there again tonight. Philip Probracha, I, I may be missing something. I'll have to go back and look at last year. Um, I know he had some good games. That felt like Philip Probracha's best game, or at least the game in which he made the biggest impact in like a really important game and in really an important way. Uh, Iowa was being dominated down low. They were being out-athletic early in the game. They needed somebody to step up. 
to play tough on the boards, to play tough down low, and again, to have a little fight in them. And Philip Probraccio was that guy. He was that guy uh, at that moment when they needed it, and he kind of stayed that guy all night long. He had 10 points, 11 rebounds, a couple of steals and assists, four blocks for Philip Probraccio. I, I do think this was his best game as a Hawkeye. Um, again, I, I may be forgetting something last year during the Big Ten season, uh, but that was really, really fun to see from him. I wasn't sure that, that he was capable. We didn't know if Iowa had this in them, or at least I didn't, to be able to go down low like that and uh, and fight that way. And they did. Iowa only played eight, eight guys tonight. The DeSante Bowen played just a, a little bit, and then the one is uh, Aaron Euless, and, and he played a lot. He had eight points, three rebounds, a couple of assists. I, I mean, his speed is incredible. Joe Toussaint was fast. Aaron Euless is faster. He's quicker. He's less out of control than Toussaint was last year. I, I like the starting lineup with Tony Perkins at, at the, the one and Peyton Sanford at the two. But, man, Euless and, and Perkins out there at the same time, that's a combination Iowa hasn't had in a really long time. That That is an athletic, fast, confident, uh, just defensive. They just annoy you defensively, especially Perkins. But they're, they're both so quick and so tenacious defensively. That's a really, really good backcourt for Iowa. Uh, and especially on a night like this where, where Peyton Sanford, who I guess is the, the, the last guy I want to talk about, he was just kind of off all night. Um had two points from the free throw line, but uh, missed all four of the shots he took. A couple of rebounds, a couple of bad fouls. Uh, just seemed to step slow, just seemed off tonight. Um, you know, maybe an illness, maybe just not his night. Maybe that, that that's the type of game where he's just not going to be effective. The great thing is that I was able to, to adjust, that Fran McCaffrey has the depth to adjust. And, and again, even with playing eight players, um, it, it wasn't a detriment that one of your starters and really the only starter that didn't go into double digits was Peyton Sanford. He just, just wasn't, just wasn't there tonight for him, but that's okay. Cause Aaron Euless picked him up. Connor McCaffrey picked him up. Philip Abracha, Patrick, Chris, Tony. This is a fun team, man. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You know, early in the game, uh, Seton Hall jumped out to that 10-2 to lead. And, and again, the first four minutes, it was all Seton Hall. And they, they looked like the bigger team. They looked more athletic. They looked tougher. And it really felt like Iowa was going to struggle uh, re- rebounding the ball. It felt like Iowa was going to struggle uh, getting open looks. And then, you know, the Hawkeyes had that. The, the, it was the, the TV timeout. 10-2 to Seton Hall. Uh, and then with you know eight minutes left in the first half, Patrick McCaffrey hit a three, made it 21-13 Hawkeyes, a 19-3 run there in the middle of that first half. And that's really the, the difference in the game. I mean, again, Iowa was able to answer every time Seton Hall uh, made a game of it from there on, but it was never all that close after that. 
Uh, with three minutes left, Seton Hall cut the lead to four, 24 to 20, in the three minutes left in the first half. Uh, but I was able to balloon that up to 12 at halftime. And again, uh, Seton Hall cut that lead to six right away in the second half to make it uh, what 34 28 with just I mean just over a minute into the first into the second half. Seton Hall had made three baskets, had a couple of uh, Iowa had a couple of turnovers. But then Chris Murray makes a couple of free throws. Tony Perkins makes a layup, gets an and one, hits his free throw. Chris Murray makes a layup. Patrick McCaffrey makes a jumper. I mean, they just keep scoring. Uh, Iowa's def- defense to only give up 22 points in that first half. Now, yeah, you gave up 55 in the second, um, or 45 rather in the second, but Iowa played the style that it needed to play to win the game. And that's got to be scary for other teams in the Big Ten. That's got to be scary for Iowa State, who plays or, or tries to play the way Seton Hall tries to play. Defense. I mean, if Iowa can out-defend you, they're gonna they're gonna score. You know, early on shots weren't falling. I tweeted just just keep shooting. They're gonna start falling. I was gonna score. They're gonna get theirs. Chris Murray, the way he is, he's he's going to get his points. Tony Perkins is going to go to the hole. Aaron Eulis, the way he's able to drive and kick, is going to get guys open looks. Iowa will score. If they can play defense the way they did tonight, they're a real force. They're really, really something to watch out for. Uh, go through a couple of the, the team stats here. Iowa shot 43% from the field. That was up quite a bit from where it was you know, early in the game. And held Seton Hall to just 35%. Um, Seton Hall had you know nine more shots than Iowa did, and, and Iowa made one more than Seton Hall did. Just 5 of 16 from three-point land uh, were the Hawkeyes. That's not great. Uh, 8 of 22 from Seton Hall, not great either. But you know, Iowa needs to be a little better than that. The free throw line was huge. Iowa attempted 20 more free throws than Seton Hall did, 33-13, to 13, and Iowa made 28 of those 33. It's an 85% clip. You do that, you win games. Seton Hall made an 85% clip as well, but it's 11 of 13. That's a whole different thing. Iowa outscored them at the free throw line by 17 points. 38-40 to 40 rebounding advantage for Seton Hall, but again, early on, that was very lopsided that was the problem with Iowa that felt like it was go, you know maybe going to be the story of the game you remember that was the story of a lot of the games early last year was that that rebounding margin and Iowa and you know Philip Robracha just not able to to overcome the size and athleticism of, of some other teams Iowa was able to do this without playing Riley Mulvey or Josh Agundale neither of those guys saw the floor they did it with Philip Robracha and then Chris Murray and Connor McCaffrey playing down low as well. That's big. That's really, really big. Gave up 18 offensive rebounds. That's not good. You don't like that. You don't want to see that. Iowa 10 assists on 25 made baskets. That's that's low. Um, eight steals. Just eight turnovers for the Hawkeyes. They forced 16 from Seton Hall. That's a winning number. Five blocks for the Hawkeyes, 15 fouls for the Hawkeyes to 25 for Seton Hall. It's just a, a really, really, really good game. And man, it's good to have Hawkeye basketball back. 
All right, quickly, I'll wrap it up here. want to look ahead uh, just to the, the rest of the, the non-conference schedule here, or at least the, the next couple of weeks. Uh, Monday night at home against Omaha, 7 o'clock on the Big Ten Network. Um, and then you go to the Emerald Coast Classic. You play Clemson on Black Friday at 6 o'clock. That's going to come right on the heels of the Iowa-Nebraska football game. Uh, a double dip Black Friday. Clear the schedule. I think that'll be one where I'll have to do a a double instant reaction podcast. I'll just I'll wait till after the basketball game and and then instantly react, belatedly react to the football game and instantly react to the basketball game, or maybe I'll try the uh, of the football game while watching the basketball game. But uh, if I'm sure many of you are like me and uh, having a microphone on me during a, a Hawkeye basketball game is probably not the smartest thing. Uh, and then you, you get either TCU or Cal in the second game of the Emerald Coast Classic. Um, TCU was ranked 15th and just lost uh, a bye game. And so we'll see how, how that all plays out. But a couple of nice Power 5 opportunities there uh, at the Emerald Coast Classic next week around Thanksgiving time. Uh, you got Georgia Tech on Tuesday the 29th. And then a week, you get a week off, and that big D is right there. Duke, the Blue Devils in New York City, Tuesday, December 6th. Huge game. And, man, I'm just now realizing that you turn right back around and you host Iowa State two days later. Wow, what a week. What a week for the Hawkeyes. And then Sunday, holy Sunday, you're home against Wisconsin. So in a span of six days, you play Duke at Madison Square Garden, you play Iowa State at home, and you play Wisconsin at home. That's a season-defining week right there. You go 3-0 and that week. Woo! I don't even want to think about it. You go 2-1, and you feel great. I mean, hell, you go 1-2, and two, and you, you don't, you're not, it's not terrible. Can't go 0-3. Those are three big games in the span of six days. Holy cow. I'm just now kind of realizing that about the schedule. After that, leading up to Christmas, you got a couple of bye games, and then you get into Big Ten play on the uh, the 29th at Nebraska, uh, beyond the, the Wisconsin game. Just one December Big Ten game this year. I've had two the last few seasons. but um, So here we go. You know, you get the, the, the game against Omaha Monday. You feel good about that. And then you've got one, two, three, four, five, six power five schools in a row, two of whom are you know among your biggest rivals three of which uh, are neutral court games one of which is against you know the most storied program and one of the most storied programs in recent college basketball history it's going to be fun man this is a fun it's going to be a fun non-conference and then away we go um enjoy this one You've got a, a, a football game to focus on on Saturday. A couple of wrestling meets, duels uh, between now and then. A uh, women's basketball game. And uh, we're riding high in Hawkeye Nation, baby. Thank you so much for listening. Check out all our coverage at HawkeyeNation.com. And go Hawks! Hawks! <laughs>